Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sam Monson joining us over here and uh, uh, Schneider Orange Super Studio. Sam, how you doing, man? Let me uh, let me get you uh, get you turned on over there. So that there you know. go. That's better. There you go. How you doing? Doing good. It's uh, First of all, I was telling you, I know uh, Collinsworth has a big piece of that. I was My career started out following him. And uh, and him and Boomer Esiason in, in in Cincinnati for years. So I know finally I had to leave, and then finally after I left, I figured they got tired of the stench, so they left me after that. But uh, let me ask you this, because we reference you guys all the time. Tell me how you get your stuff, because so many people look at it and use it as the Bible, and other people go, ah, I don't know how they're figuring that out. So how do you get your stuff? Yeah, I mean, we have an army of data collection guys and analysts, and every single game is broken down into a whole bunch of different processes, um, whether it's the, the black and white data, just down and distance, where on the field the ball is, all that kind of stuff. Then who was on the field? you got to know who was on the field, what they were doing, whether they were rushing the passer, dropping into coverage, all that kind of stuff. And then we have the, the grading part of it, and that's where it gets more complicated and you need you know more advanced football knowledge. So you're looking at the offensive line, you're looking at the coverage, and because some of this stuff is, you know, it's more nuanced, there's gray areas, each one of these processes gets double-blind checked and then cross-referenced against each other so that it's more accurate. And when you do that with the black and white stuff, you weed out basically all of the, the, the mistakes because guys aren't making the same mistakes. Um, and then when it's all cross-referenced together, a third guy goes through and sort of checks all the differences and, and comes to a conclusion. By the, time, by the time a game goes up on PFF.com, it's had like 50-plus man hours put into it between all of the guys we have working on this stuff. So uh, let's start with the Green Bay Packers because this year we were paying a lot of attention to offensive line. Did the offensive line for Green Bay, and if I'm asking you stuff off the top of your head and you can't tell me, let me know, but... Uh, one of the better-rated pass-blocking offensive lines in the league, correct? Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback this year, numbers up, numbers down? Uh, down for him. You know, his, his grading definitely went in the wrong direction. Then we saw this brief glimpse of what he used to be, you know, in the yeah. play, and then back down again. And, you know, I think that's kind of the story with Aaron Rodgers at the moment is the last couple of years it's been who's at fault? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Mike McCarthy's offense? Which one is to blame for what it is we're seeing out there? Right. And then this year it was like, well, at least we'll get an answer. You know, the new offense comes in. It should be able to get him back to where he was. And really it didn't. We kind of saw the same Aaron Rodgers again. And I think there's a couple of things. One, he's kind of old. You know, we Tom Brady and Drew Brees, they're breaking what we think your quarterbacks right. are supposed to do. They're playing until they're you know, mid-40s. Right. But Rodgers is at the kind of age where quarterbacks used to be old, busted, and done. You know. Yeah. So there's a very real chance that the old Aaron Rodgers just isn't there anymore. That guy has gotten too old to play at that level. But then I think the other thing is quarterbacks can kind of they get into this not a rut but they they start heading down a certain pathway of he's always been a more conservative passer he doesn't throw interceptions but it's always come at the cost of throwaways and taking sacks that he shouldn't and 
you know, other sort of hidden negative plays that are that don't show up in the, the box score, they don't show up as interceptions, but they do show up in PFF grades and, and some other statistics. And I think he's just kind of going further and further and further down that road and can't kind of pull himself back around to, to be a little bit more aggressive and, and be the player that he was when he was at his very best. How much do you think the player personnel around him affected those numbers? Yeah, I think they, they do definitely affect it. I think that's that's the thing anytime you're trying to analyze football is nothing exists in a vacuum. Right. And every time you look at Rodgers, there's at least something that's going into that as well. It's not just him. And, you know, you've got Devontae Adams. He's a fantastic number one receiver. And even he missed time this year. But outside of Adams, there's just never been this consistent number two, number three target that he can go to. You've got guys like Aaron Jones are big parts of this offense. And as good as he is, you know, they need that second receiver. They, they went hard in the draft to, to try and find him, and they just haven't been able to get one. So it would definitely make an impact. You know, if you find that second, that third guy that Rodgers can trust and go to on a regular basis – um, but I think he needs to, to work on, on pulling that around as well. Um, I also wanted to ask you, one of the consensus down here was that there is not a dominant aspect to the Packers. They won 13 games, but when you looked at that team, there was nothing that made you say, wow, they, this is where this is what will lead them to a Super Bowl. Right. It wasn't a dominant defensive front, even though they've got some good players. It wasn't a dominant secondary. It wasn't a dominant quarterback. They didn't have dominance in them. They just had a collectively good team. Yeah, and I, I think they didn't have dominance consistently. You know, there were games where the defensive line took over. You think about that Vikings game, and Kirk Cousins was just under siege all game long. Zadarius Smith, Kenny Clark, those guys were able to have games where they took over like that, but they couldn't string it together all season long. The secondary, same thing. You had games where Jair Alexander, you couldn't pass on him. He was amazing. Just couldn't string it together for 16 straight games. Um, and I think that was the story, is that they, you know, the very best teams out there, they're doing this week in, week out. The 49ers are a great example. There, there's no off days for that defensive line. Right. They are coming after offenses every single week. The Packers just weren't able to do that consistently all season long. And as much as they were racking up those wins, it always felt a little bit like it was built on foundations of sand and eventually it was going to come down. It, overall grades, we'll say for the NFC North, who actually, what team was graded the best? Was it the Packers or w was it more Minnesota? Yeah, I haven't actually checked the overall team grades, but I think it would be one of those two, definitely. Um, okay. I, probably the Vikings, um, just because I, I think they had a few more consistently functioning things out there than the Packers did. Uh, I'm when we talk about the defensive side of things, and by the way, we're talking with Sam Monson for Pro Football Focus here, joining us uh, down here inside the Miami Convention Center for Super Bowl 54. Uh, when we talk about the, the, the Green Bay Packers, defensively speaking, Zadarius Smith had a huge season, an off-the-charts season bigger than what he's produced in the past. Mm -hmm. Same with Preston Smith. Can you live with guys that give you higher-than-average seasons while other areas give you below average seasons, does is there a? I guess what I'm looking for is sabermetrically. Is there a number that says, hey, if you just get to an average of this, you're going to win this, or this is going to equate to so many wins? Because we're we're now down to crunching analytics, right? And I, I think a lot of it is first identifying, you know, where you should be investing in, you know, and uh, all the numbers sort of suggest that you know, pass rush is actually less important than people thought it was. Really, where the the wins are to be had is coverage. It's on the back end, and it's it's not one instead of the other they're, they're a sort of symbiotic relationship you need the pass rush to help the back end again the 49ers are a great example of that but 
I think the Packers have now got one thing in place. They've got that pass rush. The the Smiths, uh, Kenny Clark has turned into arguably the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL, not named Aaron Donald. Um, but now they need to get more consistency on the back end. Jair Alexander needs to iron out the bad games that he has, and they need to get a few more guys there that can that can pick up the slack, particularly a corner. I think safety, they have invested well, and I think those guys will come together. But they, they need that second corner um, in addition to Jair. Now you've got the pass rush that can help out the coverage and buy them a little bit of time. To, to cover they don't have to worry about you know the third read and five seconds into the play they can sort of collectively uh, work together and, and the coverage is what's going to stop opposing passing offenses from from functioning what about Blake Martinez uh, he he led the league for a short period of time for a while actually in tackling um, the negative tackles the positive tackles the average tackles I mean there's all different types of tackles you can tackle a guy 20 yards downfield and he's still picking up first downs and right. running you over uh, what about Blake Martinez? He's a fascinating player because dating back to his, his career in Stanford, he has had seasons where he's got incredible grades against the run. He's got seasons where he has incredible grades in coverage, and he's never done them at the same time. It's gone from one to the other, and when he hasn't had the great grades, the grades have been terrible. So you've got this spectrum of, of amazing play to terrible play in, in all areas and never one thing for any extended period of time. It's an interesting proposition. I, I don't know what you do with that because the ceiling is clearly really high. You know, right. he has the ability to play extremely well. It's just that at no point in college or the NFL has he been able to repeat what he's done from one season one season to the next and back it up again. Do do the numbers equate to salary? Because right now he's, he's out there as an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. what he's gonna, he's going to hit the market. Uh, the question is whether the Packers should consider him bringing him back. I don't know if you bring him back unless he has help alongside. Uh, the coverage, kind of the soft underbelly, was over the middle right. this year. It was it was bad for the Packers in that realm. So the question then becomes, if you're a general manager looking around, do you say, i got to bring Blake Martinez back? Right, and I, and I think the coverage is really the key. It's, it's as, as we said before, that's the area you need to strengthen. And, you know, as much as he has had good seasons in that regard, I think when you, you watch the tape and you look at him play, it does look to be the weakest area of his game. I think it's the area that he fundamentally struggles with the most. And, you know, we've got these free agent rankings up on PFF.com, and we have projected salaries for these guys as well, what the numbers, what the data says yeah. that they should be earning based on their play. And, you know, I think based on his play, he should be a relatively modest guy to bring back in terms of salary. So if you can get him for a cheap price, I think his play has shown that it's it's worth taking a gamble. But you're right. I think you need to start looking for alternatives and at least or, or complementary pieces alongside him. Between the two teams that are here in Miami, who rates out the best? Man, this is really close. I'm so happy that this is the Super Bowl we yeah. got because both these teams are spectacular. And I keep bouncing back and forth between which one's going to win. I think the PFF numbers kind of give the edge to the Chiefs based largely on the fact that they have the better quarterback. Sam, appreciate all the analytics, man. Thanks for doing what you guys do. We use it all the time, and uh, and we we're glad to have you back anytime. Not just down here, but anytime you want to give us a call and give us a, give us a shout out, we'll do it. Sounds okay? good. Thanks appreciate it, buddy. There you go. Sam Monson joining us from Pro Football Focus uh, here for a couple of minutes on Radio Row. We are broadcasting live down here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.